0: Welcome to Life is a Treasure podcast, where we talk about real and raw topics. We believe that everyone has the potential to thrive in life again, no matter what they've been through. Hi, I'm Michelle Durant, a personal life coach who helps women create a pathway to reaching their treasures in life. In this episode, in the spirit of Valentine's, my heart was led to share some of my own personal stories intertwined with inspiration and information and implemental ideas that can help you find love again after divorce. I guess the best way to start this episode is by taking you back to right after I got I had my divorce finalized. And I was still a mom, I was a mom of children. But at this point, my son had moved to live with his dad in another state at the age of 15. So I'm already dealing with that. And then um, my daughter's living with me, and it's just her and I. And so, you know, we're both dealing with our own emotions. And then Um, they both moved away shortly after to California far from me and went off to college. Okay. So in a matter of a few years, here I am, um, alone. I'm no longer a wife. I'm no longer feeling like a mother. I am by myself. I feel like a failure, (laughs) feel like such a loser. I'm being very raw and real and honest with you right now as if you're my best friend because I'm hoping that if this is something you're going through that you will not feel alone because this is how I sincerely felt during this confusing dark time of my life okay so I'm feeling um like a loser, I'm feeling like a failure. I have a I have a lot of guilt. <laughs> I know I don't know, I mean mom guilt for me was really high. Um not sure. I mean I do know why now, but at the time I wasn't sure why I had so much guilt. But my kids were hurting and when your children are hurting and it's because you're a part of something that caused the hurt, that's where the guilt came in. Then I felt shame from outsiders and then um my own thoughts started coming. They were negative. I'm in my forties, having to start over. I'll never find love again. Um all the good men are all married, obviously. You know, they're good men. So in my mind, the story was all men are bad. If you hear Bella in the background barking, I'm so sorry. Um real life working at home here. So yes, all men are. Fill in the blank. I'm sure you have a lot of blanks. (laughs) I did. And you know, that was, I'll tell you right here, this is the number one block is those negative thoughts will block love out of our heart so fast. (laughs) And I didn't really know. And that's why I can laugh now. It's been many years and I've done so much healing and therapy and counseling, like just All the work, you know, and always doing the work, always, always. It doesn't end. That, my friend, is the truth. Okay, that's the real truth. You know, all of the effects from a divorce do not end when the divorce is final, they do not end when the children are gone. They, I don't know if the effects of divorce ever end because I'm not at the end of my life yet, I don't think so. I can tell you though, many, 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 many years later, the effects are there, but I'm here to tell you that if you have lost yourself in a marriage, in a relationship, in a abusive and abusive situation, and you just lost yourself for whatever reason, okay, you just do not know who you are anymore. You're like, I don't even know who I am. I don't know what my favorite color is. I don't know what my favorite food. I don't know what I like to do. All I know to do is to be a wife and a mom. I'm not that right now, physically, you know, here on earth where I was alone. And I was in a very deep, dark place. I had to do a lot of soul searching. And that is perfectly fine to do encouraged to journal and soul search. And I have great resources and books that if you're interested, I can let you know, let me know. and Somehow reach out to me. But there is one book my bro- my daughter brought to me. She's always been my sunshine and in light, angel and light. She's a very, was a preemie and she fought in um, ICU. And uh, she's just always been a fighter from the moment she came out, <laughs> took her first breath at, always been that angel and she's brought me a book when I was going through my divorce and um, she must have known I was struggling and she was a teenager and she brought me a book single life mom single single mom life sorry and I will link it in the description show notes because that is one of the, you know, you have a few of those books that are like life-changing and you're like, I'm never letting go of it. That's one of them. And I will treasure that book forever and ever because it was my crutch as I went through that dark period of my time. That that book was second to my Bible. So as I did, and you know, when you start going through and, and finding your yourself again, you know, doing the soul searching, it may feel real deep and dark. And you might be right there now. But I want to tell you something. Once I learned to like flip that script of negativity, negative thoughts that just dwelled my mind. My mind was so full of negative thoughts that it was just like black. And yet I needed it to be clear. I wanted my heart to be open again. My heart was like hard. It was cold. It was protecting My heart was protecting itself to not get hurt again. But when I did that, I protected myself so well that it couldn't even let love in. It couldn't even let light of day in the darkness of my heart. It was just, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. And as a Christian, I know it's not true. Like, it's just how, and I'm trying to have an analogy of how I felt. So... What do we? What did I do? How? So many people ask me, "How did you get out of that place?" You know, I feel stuck. I'm down there, and I, and this is where I come in with a flashlight, and I I shine that light in their heart when they're open and willing and ready to accept it, receive it, and be receptive. I share that you know once you change those negative thoughts, that's where. That's where it flips the light switch on. And I say we flip the script. And once we script that flip, flip that script, oh my goodness, we can see light again. We can have healing happen and we can start to find ourselves again and free ourselves. So let's get into the juicy part. Get ready. Maybe let's take a break, go get a drink, a sip, because I want to get into some really good, juicy sweetness of this episode. Okay, so I want to start with what I did, because maybe you're able to relate to some of the things I'm talking about. Maybe you're going through some similar situations and you feel the way I felt. And you're like, yes, 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 I relate to that. I want you to just, if you can close your eyes, if you're driving, don't. And just listen, as I share with you, the steps and affirmations that I told myself as I learned how to flip the script in my mind. Okay, you ready? Um, I'll start with this. This is how I just had to, this is how I had to start. I had to start by saying, I know that I'm forgiven. I forgive myself. I am a great mom. See, before, I was telling myself, I don't know if I can ever, you know, forgive or anyone in this situation, much less myself. You know, I, do, I feel like the worst mom ever now. So what I'm doing here is, I wrote it down, and I'm reading it from the paper I wrote on, but you just hear and see that you can write whatever you want. I'm just giving you some ideas to implement in your own life. If and one thing you can do is literally, literally write these down as I say them. I'll say them a little slow because it's deep, and I want you to be able to just. It's some sounds simple, but it's uh, complex to do in the in our lives. So, and what I mean is like everything I'm getting ready to say to you is not how I felt. (laughs) So that's why it's definitely turning a negative into the positive here. Because when you do that, you first of all, you're going through the process as you're going to see as we progress, but you're also going to start to feel these feelings. Okay, the more you because you're going to read them every day until you believe them. And then once you believe them, because you're hearing them out loud, you've written them with your own hand, then you're going to start to feel it because you believe it. And then you start living this way. And then that's how you find love again. But it's going to be, let's continue on. So I am forgiven. I forgive myself. I am a great mom. I did my best at the time with what I had. I am only responsible for my 50% of the divorce. I accept my wrongs and my pain to my children and others. I apologized to them enough. I think I apologize to my children so much. And, you know, that just shows it was just part of our, our, our process, you know, of healing. I will let go of my own guilt and pain the key, I will accept my own forgiveness to myself. I want to read this one again. I will accept my own, my own forgiveness in my heart for myself, to myself. And when I accept my own forgiveness and let myself off the hook and let my heart be opened with the key of forgiveness, then it will unlock the potentials and the opportunities to open my heart for love again. And the light came on and my heart felt clean and clear and white, like a slate again, like my whiteboard when I just wash it off, fresh and clean, ready, ready for new, ready for new love, new relationships. But when I accepted my own forgiveness What I didn't know is that I began to love myself. And when I was able to love myself, then I was also able to give love in a healthier way to everyone, starting with not only myself, but my children. And then that's when our healing and our relationships began to heal from that place. Because I realized as a mother, even though my children were in their 20s and I wasn't responsible for them anymore, I mean, you know, like I wasn't like they're not under my care. I'm not responsible for them at this point in time in life, but I'm still responsible to them. I'm still responsible to show up as their mother and I can choose to stay broken on the floor and in my bed with the sheets pulled over and the blinds closed and lights off in the dark, crying my heart out, missing them. or I could get up, wash my face and say, Michelle, you've given yourself enough time to grieve, grieve, get up, get ready and look for the light. Open your heart for love again. Then you will find love again. Then you will be able to find love again, find love again, because this time You are loving yourself first. And therefore, you will demand that same love and respect from everyone else because you fought your ass off to get it. You have fought with your life and death feeling to get to where you are, to love yourself and to respect yourself again. And you will definitely make boundaries and teach others how to treat you with love and respect. And therefore, you will have healthier relationships, healthier love. And you will have love again when you allow your heart to open up and just have space again and just be free, free, free to breathe and free to live again. I said, I was in my 40s as I got divorced, so I'll bring you along my healing journey, all of what I just told you happened. Now I'm 48 years old, and my 30th year class reunion is this coming weekend. <laughs> so this is, you know, back when I was 48. I'm now 57, by the way. So um, I sat at my house alone, remember, and I'm like, do I go to my 30th reunion? I contemplated this for weeks before I could even buy a ticket because I just felt like I have now I lived overseas, as I mentioned so many times. And so as I look back, let's see, I turned 20. I was living in Louisiana, where I was born and raised. And then when I turned 30, I was living in Bali, Papua, in Indonesia. And then when I turned 40, I was living in Jakarta, Indonesia. And then when I turned 50 over here, I'm living in Austin, Texas. But when I was still living in Louisiana after my divorce in my I was 48 at this time. And um, how many times am I going to say that? <laughs> so anyway, I am contemplating it and I finally decide I'm just going to buy a ticket, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to go now. I'm going to show up as myself. I'm going to be me and, you know, have fun and see, see who's there. I haven't seen these people. I had never. So my point in telling you all that was, I had never been to no, like not even my 10th. So I didn't go to any reunions, any of them because I wasn't living in a feasible place to fly and go to my reunion. So, Okay. Ooh, fast forward. I've never been to a reunion ever. Haven't seen these people since high school, most of them. So I think this is going to be really fun. Yes, most will be probably married and have grandchildren. And I'm like, uh, yeah, (laughs) I'm divorced and my children live in California. (laughs) Okay, so that, but that's how I felt. But, you know, I had done all this work and all this healing work. And I was like, no, I'm just going to show up as myself. You know, I love myself the way I am. And I'm just going to see you know, like my friends from high school and reconnect, it's going to be fun. And I had a very open, positive attitude. And I went to my reunion by myself. And I remember I had just got there, I was talking to some of my girlfriends from high school. And it was great. Oh, my God, it was so awesome to see everyone. My heart was just so happy. It was definitely what I needed to be around those people that we I mean, we were from a small, small town. So we had a small high school, and we were family. So I just felt like I was with my sisters and my brothers. And so I mean, that's how I felt. And I'm standing there with my friends and um, I was not there long at all. I had not really even met or spoke to in met, met up or spoke to anyone yet. Just these girls who, you know, I had been talking to, they were in charge, Blah blah. blah. I bought my ticket from them and all that. They're so sweet. They were so encouraging and uh, so encouraging. Listen to what happened. So we're standing together and now they know everyone they've been in touch. They've always organized all of our reunions. Okay. So they know everything about everybody, but I need to show up someone I left and I've never been back. And, you know, here I am alone. (laughs) And so, um, yeah. And so, yeah, here comes a guy that I've known my entire life, entire life. His aunt and cousins grew up, um, right across the street from me, right across the street from me. So, um, so anyway, he walks in and, um, my friend nudged me and she goes, ooh, he's divorced. And I'm like, no, like, at this point, I'm just so like, not even running a relationship. You know, that's what happens. If you listen to other people, you when you become healed, and you know yourself, and you love yourself, you're okay by yourself. You see, I was okay to walk into that big reunion place by myself this time alone. That was like a huge thing. I could have never ever done that. If I had not worked on my own self, you know, to be able to be confident enough to walk in there and just show up by myself as myself and be okay with that. So I really wasn't wanting a relationship anymore. I just been so done with that. It just was like I'm, ha- I'm having a relationship with me now. And so here it walks in this guy and she nudged me and goes, Oh, he's been he's divorced and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm. and he walks right up. And I mean, I hugged him like we're brothers. I've known him my entire life, you know, <laughs> and um, actually worked with his sisters like right a few years before that. So yeah, small little town world. And then um, we've been together ever since I'll just bury that that's a whole nother episode. But my whole point is We've been together over 10 years. We will be going to our 40th reunion this year together. And so that's going to be so fun. And anyway, that is the rainbow. That's the rainbow after the storm. So you may be going through a storm in your life. You may be where I was over 10 years ago, like 15 years ago, in the depth of it. Just know, number one, you're never alone. Never. Number two, it does not last forever. Tell yourself every day, this too shall pass. Number three, you will be able to forgive yourself and to love yourself again and find yourself and you will be able to find love again. And if you are approaching Valentine's Day and you're alone I want you to challenge yourself to go out and, no, yeah, go out or order whatever you prefer, whatever you can physically do and have yourself a bouquet of red roses. And those red roses with white baby's breath, I want you just to remember that the blood shed is for your forgiveness and that grace is sufficient to make your heart white as snow again. Because that's what happened with me when I allowed the great surgeon to go to work in my heart. The spiritual surgeon. So whoever you believe, whatever you believe in, whatever higher power source creator, allow that spiritual surgeon to just go to work at your heart. Clean it out. Clear it out open it up. Be ready to receive love and give love. Thank you for joining me, sending you all peace, joy, and all the love in the world. See you next time.